How do you prepare to die? How do you prepare to die when you've got less than a week to live? How do you face the betrayal of beloved friends, the loss of your dreams and your hopes? How do you face slander, injustice, false accusations, public humiliation? Just how do you prepare to die? Jesus faced death, faced betrayal and grief by going to the garden to pray. And surrounded by his disciples who were only a stone's throw away, but so far from understanding him, he entered deeply into prayer. He prayed in anguish. He prayed earnestly. Sweat like great drops of blood fell to the ground as he prayed, as he cried out, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. And as he wrestles, as he begs, as he sweats alone, isolated, misunderstood, lonely, wondering just how, how is he supposed to die? Calm, clarity, acceptance arrive. Not my will, Father. Not my will, Father, but yours be done. In that time of facing all his fears, Jesus is not wrestling with the fear of physical death, but his fear that death, all the deaths that he faces of betrayal and misunderstanding, the death of his future, the death of abandonment, he fears that those deaths will warp him will pull him out of shape, causing him to betray himself and the message that he preached. But then in that great prayer of anguish, Jesus hands himself over in love, freely to God and to us. How do you prepare to die? Jesus prepares by embracing the mercy and the forgiveness, the love which he has shown forth during his life. As he walks the way to the cross, Jesus pours himself out. Mercy pours from Jesus as he prays for others 
as he refuses to condemn those who judge him or even defend himself against them, as he comforts those who mourn and those who are afraid. When Jesus comes before Pilate, he offers no defense or argument, knowing that the justice of men can never comprehend the mercy of God. When he is sent to Herod, who is eager to see him because he'd heard about Jesus and hoped that he might perform some sign, perhaps like Moses long ago challenging Pharaoh, calling down plagues and God's judgment on Egypt. But Jesus refuses to enter into the world's understanding of God's righteous anger and justice. Instead, Jesus gives no answer. Even as the chief priests and scribes accuse him and Herod and his soldiers mock him, Jesus is silent. When he is returned to Pilate and the sham trial plays out as the crowds demand his death and Pilate gives into the mob, Jesus remains silent. But when crucified with criminals, when reckoned with the lawless, one on his right and one on his left, Jesus offers this prayer of mercy for his betrayers and crucifiers. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Then mockery and sour wine, an ironic sign that unintentionally announces who he truly is, king of the Jews, and ironic jests that unintentionally announce his true identity. Are you not the Messiah? But in a world that believes justice is about punishment, that God is vengeful, smiting enemies, destroying the wicked, in a world where leaders play on prejudices and fears, where the mob soon grows out of control and its desire to find a scapegoat. In that world, our world, Jesus proves his true kingship, shows himself to be the Messiah we do not want but desperately need by accepting these insults this pain by responding with only mercy. His final two words are pure comfort and pure gift. To a frightened criminal who begs to be remembered this comfort, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. And with his last breath, the generous, warm-hearted gift of himself to the Father and for us. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Jesus died as he lived, faithful to God, forgiving comforting, pouring himself out, servant of all, merciful. 
How do you prepare? How do you prepare to die? Jesus prepared by choosing God, choosing love, choosing mercy, choosing us. In a world demanding blood and vengeance and justice, Jesus knows there's only one way to draw us to God, one way to return us to ourselves as precious and beloved of God. Just as the prodigal son is only returned to himself through the mercy of his father, so will we, so will the crowds be saved by love. Only after they see the mercy of the cross do the crowds return home beating their breasts in grief. This week, this holy week, will you reject the powers of violence and vengeance, of punishing justice, of mockery and retribution, of mocking crowds, of indifferent hard hearts? This week, Will you learn how to die? This week, will you follow, will you stay close to the one who chose mercy?